Uh, we got our matching shirts on today. Wow. It's beautiful. Uh, what was I going to say? How about those damn Leafs? Blue Jays. That's what I mean. That's what I mean. <laughs> How about those Blue Jays? But, I love those Blue Jays, man. Oh, man, they're so fucking cool. I love those guys. First, um, I saw uh, – I went to a game the first season that um, Vladimir Guerrero yeah. Jr. was there. I'm like, okay, this is the guy. Because everyone's saying this is the guy, this is the guy. Because his dad was the guy, and he's better than the guy. Now I'm all seeing that he's breaking records. Buddy, he's unbelievable. And it's great. Like, everyone – it's funny. Like, last year, he's only 22. Well, like it's, I find sports so funny, right, Tristan? When like people are like, like there's so much hype around someone, and then he comes in the league, and like you know what, it takes time to get acclimated, like it does to anything, and they're writing him off, like he's just gonna be uh, a DH that hits above, like slightly above average DH, and that's his, that's a ceiling at tw- at 21, and then he comes he's out and just goes. Is, is he considered one of the best players in the league? He's probably well, maybe besides one other guy who's like Shohei Otani, who's out in uh, L.A. You heard of this guy? He's like he pitches and hits, and he's like oh, unbelievable. Oh, oh, yeah, the Japanese, the Japanese, Japanese guy. So like, dude, ridiculous. Like basically, I think Vladdy's has a Vladdy could potentially win the Triple Crown this year, which is average home runs and RBIs, which hasn't right. been done in like twelve years. If he does that. I don't know how they give it to the Otani guy, but fuck, they're both right. having like historic. Otani's doing something right now, Tristan, that's that hasn't been done since Babe Ruth. Babe Ruth, that's what I've seen. Yeah. And did I'll you believe see, him. Did you? How did you feel when Stephen A. Smith came out and said that um, the Japanese player couldn't be the face of the MLB because he's international? I thought it was stupid. I didn't see that. That's kind of a dumb comment, though. He said something like he can't be the top of the sport because he's he's Japanese or he's Asian. And and obviously, like, this isn't word for word, but he got a ton of backlash for saying that. Yeah, I mean, I like, well, Luka Doncic is basically one of the faces yeah. of the NBA. And potentially, right. they're saying is the next coming of LeBron James. Yeah. And he's foreign. So, like, yeah, Ovechkin was the face of the NHL with yeah. for a long yeah, time. I'm going to have to look up that um... – I'm gonna have to look that up, but that was said in August. Giannis Antetokounmpo. Giannis Antetokounmpo. Yeah, I know. Perfect example. Like, ah, man, it's kind of a, why. Uh, why do you like baseball? Oh man, it's just a beautiful game. Did, did uh, you play it? I played. I played when I was growing up. I was actually uh, 12 years old. Was on the Ontario Championship team uh, for Hyde Park Braves way back when. Shout out to have on that. Celebrate. Um, but besides that, no, I mean, I've always. Um, I always have very good hand-eye coordination, like even in hockey, tipping pucks, oh. knocking stuff down. Like that's been like my skill set. But uh, baseball, I just loved it. I just loved uh, loved going to the park, loved catching pop flies, feeling ground balls, taking batting practice. I love, I just love the game. I so it's great. So do you like it? Do you enjoy playing it more than you like watching it, or is that change? no? Both. I love playing it. I baseball. I love football. It's my favorite sport to watch. Just really? American American football. Like I love okay. it. I I love it. But like baseball is a very close second. Like it's it, like I can go watch a baseball game and I can sit there for three hours yes. and love life. Yes, love Me it. Too. I think you like baseball now. You weren't well, a baseball fan like three. No, weeks I never ago. never said that. I said I can't watch it on TV. It's too slow. 
But in person, it's my favorite. I've been to more MLB games than I've been to NBA games. Yep. MLB is my favorite game to go watch live because there's no announcer. There's no loud music in your face. There's no flash, flash, flash. It's either you enjoy the game. Even people that don't like sports can go enjoy themselves at an MLB game. Yeah, no, I'm so with you, man. Like, I just – it's – Remember we talked about the uh, remember we talked about like the 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 MLB the game the MLB test or the uh, baseball test is where you take a significant other to the game oh. and ultimately if you can last the four hours yes. three hours and through it's it's very organic and it's not awkward then that's when you know I think it's a, it's a standard good test everyone just start picking that up you don't have to be a baseball fan to do that yeah it's good and and you can get some pretty cheap tickets too so it's a nice. Uh... Yeah, it's a nice, <laughs> nice place to go. I'm gonna. Um, when does the season end? Uh, we got 16 games left or 17 games left here. So we're it's a three way tie in the wild card right now with the Jays okay. and the Red Sox. So, oh. so if there's a time for me to like start paying close attention to the Jays, it's now. Yeah, you should have been paying attention <laughs> four months ago, man. <laughs> um, all right, let's talk business. What's what's your what's been your highlight of the week? Oh man! Uh, highlight of the week: launched a new, pro- came with a new product idea, and we basically launched it. Really? Um, yeah. Uh, create a SaaS product, which is really cool. So Soft- we were always software, software, the, software the service. Um, yes. So what what we've done basically, it's called I we I basically uh, came up with this idea around like we do a lot for clients, right? Like we we go out we find new prospects for them. We create messaging that's going to resonate with that audience, put in cadences and go and book calls. Like we do the toughest. We had a client say to us uh, in a text message saying, you know what, Troy, like it's pretty amazing what you guys are doing because you're solving the toughest part of any business. And that's getting new clients and establish trying to establish in a contact point in a little bit of trust and initial outreach to take that call. And so like, that's, a, that's like the top, top of the funnel and you're consolidating the top of the funnel, but the top of the funnel is the hardest basically to get yeah. there. And then once it's like, uh, it's like drinking the Kool-Aid, right? Like once you get them on the call and you know exactly you can jump on, you got a little bit of intent there, uh, you can work on the pipeline, but it's just getting in that initial door, man, getting on that call. It's the toughest part of ultimately business. And so I've had, we've had a couple people text me saying, it's pretty amazing the problem you guys are trying to solve with this. And um, it's a lot of headaches, man. Like I think uh, we're always constantly innovating, creating new ideas. And then ultimately I was thinking about like, well, like we do a great job, but we're ultimately judged on the end result the whole time. We're judged on that book call or that ICP qualified book call, ideal customer profile, by the way, uh, just when I look at that one, uh, it's like the highest quality call. And um, we're judged on that. So let's say like we promised eight or 10 a month uh, for a company and we came in at six, six is still like stupid value. Like that's thousands of dollars potentially in value for a client a month. But ultimately if you came in a couple lower, then they're going to say, well, what basically Troy Lake or green where's my other two? Mm-hmm. And I said, we do so much more than just the book call. We have so much, we have AP, we have like um, proprietary tracking systems in house here to monitor whether, when people are responding. We leverage, we track that data, then ultimately loop that back into our artificial intelligence to go find new people for you. We go out and actually have a more of an agency type approach where we sit here and really craft that unique audience, the messaging and all that. So we do a ton for the client, but again, 
It's, it's what you put in front of the client is what you're judged on. And we're only judged on that end result. So I said, you know what? Like, I'm going to go into our database and we have an AI system. So they've, we've, uh, I'm like the guinea pig of the company, which is great. So what they've done is we've done outreach for me for like a year now. Mm-hmm. Gone out and like they basically reached out to a ton of people, tracked who responded, tracked the personality traits of the person that responded, tracked the job title, the industry, all this. So they have so much data on who I connect best with. And it's like, former athletes, extroverted, went to like a school in the Northeast, like all these different commonalities. And so I said, guys, give, and we go, we do a hundred new outreaches every week per rep that we do. And I said, guys, give me my top 10 for the week. Give me my top 10. I want to see them. And so I started looking through it and I went, holy crap. Like these are unbelievable. But what we've been doing is sending like more of um, a, a personalized message, but not as personalized as it could be if I were to write it. Sure. So I go now I go out, Tristan. It's not for how you contacted me because I'm a former athlete and we should jump on and do that initial ingest jersey call. Yes. What I said, give me the 10. Um, let me look at it. And so I, I looked at it, gave me the name, the job title, the LinkedIn URL, the company they're at, uh, what they're what um uh, the uh, LinkedIn URL, the email, the uh, a little a commonality I had with that person, whether they were former, all these different things. I went, guys, this is this is fucking amazing. I didn't even know we had this internally. You know, I look at our tech guys sometimes; and they always surprise me. They come around, they go, "Yeah, hey Troy, what do you think about this?" And I go, "Why are you guys just like keeping this on the shelf for like months? Like, l- let me use this, right?" And uh, it's pretty. So like, I go in, I said, "Give me my top 10. And so I went to my ten. It's called the, it's a reason 10 is an interesting number and I'll kind of get to that in two seconds. Um, and I said, I'm going to do my own outreach. I'm going to do my own outreach this week to those 10 on LinkedIn and email and Twitter. If they have Twitter and uh, I'm going to see what it looks like. So I went in, I started writing some very personal messaging based on the commonalities that I have with the person. Hey man, so you went to Dartmouth. Um, I was also a 20, I was also a 2017 played professional hockey Hey, by the way, I saw you were in sales. Saw you're doing a lot of things. We're doing some amazing things here at Greenview on the AI GCO reach side. Love to grab 20 minutes of your time. Dude, on the 10, I booked five calls. Wow. In, in like in one that, week. That has to be a stupid high. Uh, com- oh, it doesn't, doesn't happen, right? I yeah. mean, so that, so what we did was they gave me, so now we've incorporated a whole new product. So think about this. It's called, it's called GCX, Green X. Green X. I know I, I'm, I came up with the name. I'm going to put my hat on that one. GCX is 10 super AI powered qualified leads that each one of your reps will get every single week at Monday at 9am. An issue with salespeople nowadays, and I basically was going through this and all of our salespeople is they don't know how to start the week. They sit there and they go like salespeople are like, ah, okay, I'm going to go. Okay. I'm into my week now. And then by the time you're into your week, you're on like Tuesday or Wednesday. Right. right. And so I sat there, I said, give me my 10. I came in, I got my 10 delivered on Monday at 9 a.m. I started looking at the list. I sent maybe two or three a day in between my calls, super hyper-personalized. And then, hey, maybe I get to the four, five, six, seven, or, or nine, 10 over sure. the course of the week. But it's 10 super qualified people that I got to touch over the course of the week. Got five book calls off of that. And I said, guys, this is huge. 40 a month. Let's say I even clip in at like, eight or nine calls for a month. That's huge value on 40 leads that are personalized to me. 
right. which is great. So now we've launched GCX and GCX is that product where we deliver you that all that information on the lead, the LinkedIn URL, the, the verified email, commonalities you have with that person. And then we give you the message template that you can use that is working across our client base. We give you that LinkedIn type of sign. We say, hey, you know what? You should also be taking a little bit of pride in this and ultimately doing your own outreach and having your own unique spin. And so we send that every Monday, 9 a.m. to all of our, all of our, all the AEs or accounts that we represent. And so you get 40 super AI powered qualified leads a month that are personalized to you, not just based on your ideal customer profile for the company, but Tristan. So oh, Tristan. That's, that's where I was going to ask. I was going to ask, yeah. where, like, how is that differentiating from, from what you currently offer and, and how many, how many leads do you aim to give a company uh, right. just generally before the GCX? It just depends. Uh, well, we always do a hundred outreaches, um, but we, we do a hundred touch points in a week, like for each person, so 400 total on okay. the full service. If you're running four accounts, like the corporate package, gotcha. but right now, but what we found is like an 80, 20 rule, right? You got it. Like you give 10 super personalized to the person and let them control the narrative, mm. empower people to control the narrative, but give them the the road or the highway to then go drive down, right? And so it's on this, and then ultimately this is all integrated into your CRM, integrates into yeah. everything. And so the VP can track everything on how their outreach is doing. They get AI insights and feedback on what outreach is working on a per person basis, who what what audiences different AEs re, um, basically resonate with. So then they can optimize the outreach for their own. It, it's it's beautiful, and so. We deliver this every single week now. And we said, I said, we said, you know what? Like call it GCX. Let's roll this out across our current client base. See what they think. Right. People love, people love it. So now we're going to start to do is offer this package it, put it really nice and integrated. it right. put it on our website. And now people can self-provision actually sign up for green QVX versus signing up for the more agency full service type of solution. And it's a whole nother avenue of revenue for us, right? You can be a solopreneur. You could be Tristan saying, I want to sign up for Green Quebec and get to my 40 athletes to basically go them up. And I don't have to prospect them. I can just use Green Cube. Mm-hmm. And so you go out and do the prospecting and outreach. And then ultimately, uh, we upsell you to the full service. And at that time, you should have some clients closed. And it's, it's a, we build the pipeline from the SaaS model now, which is amazing. Yeah, there's, I think there's something uh, special there. It's that you've, you've, you've had a successful product, but you've still managed to, create a new one from that that's that adds a different sort of value to a different market segment right, right. Like, like it's not like i don't have to have a company with 20, 12 employees in order to use greencube now it's like i can be a solopreneur yep and you're now you're finding ways to provide me value what like what i, I know you kind of touched on like you went to your tech guys and, and, and notices but like what kind of gave you this little like this smell that you're like, oh, there's something here. Uh, I think it's just coming to work every day, man. Like I really do. Like I think that that's what it is, man. Like when I said to you, like I'm doing the 50 day challenge yeah. and it's inv- I'm invested in this. You're like so entrenched in what's going on with your company yes. and what's going on in your and your and you're you're so aware, right? And so I think when you really dive in and entrench yourself in that environment, you don't have any other type of like stuff that you're focused on. Right. You come up with fucking ingenious, I'm going to call it fucking ingenious. It's great. Yeah. Ideas like this 
that ultimately can provide value for people. And but first providing value for yourself because that's what it is, right? I was like, Frick, how do I optimize my biz development outreach strategies? And then I said, Well, give me the list, give me the 10. I don't want 20. 20 is too much. What do I like? What's an easy number for me? X. There we go. Let's do it. 10. And 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 fuck, I love this because you're at yeah. Your acts are all in Roman. I know. I know. That's probably where it came from, too. I was like, oh, it's all going to intertwine. It's great. We'll full think, circle picture. I think um, I think the, the whole idea of showing up every day, it almost forces you to see things differently than if you were to come in every like it, it's weird. And, and I'm going to your awareness. To- it's your yeah. awareness. Yeah. Right. Gonna- like your when you're so like and this is what like um, like Steve Jobs said. Right. Like. You got to be like so passionate about what you're doing because same people would give up when things get tough. Things were like being on the front lines every day. Things are hard all the time. You're constantly getting fire from basically the the market when you're on the front lines every day. So then it's like, okay, how can I go back and create a weapon that's going to basically like fire back at that market. And so firing back in the market and taking back the upper hand, it was GCX. And I was like, then I started going out to like our clients saying, what do you think about this? Right? Like, I love it. One week I tested on me two days. It wasn't one week. It was like two days. I tested on me and I was like, yo, this is, this is, we got something it's, here. And yeah. then I went to clients. I said, what do you think? And they went, this is really cool. Or, or it, you, uh, they gave you the feedback to say, Hey, this is going to solve a new problem for us or, or make a, it's a solution that'll make my life easier. Um, it makes me think of like, when you see someone like a, like a best friend growing up or whatever, like every single day mm. over a course of a summer and they've grown six inches, but you didn't really recognize on weight. It's like when you see them every single day versus, versus if you don't see them every single day, then it's like a drastic change. This, this right. is almost like the opposite. I like, I'm, I'm going to need your help to like help me unpack this own thought that yeah. I have about this, but it's like, the fact that you showed up every single day, it almost forced yourself to, to like, I don't want to call, I don't want to like say that you were bored, but it's, it's almost like you become numb to like your everyday activity where you, you're forcing yourself to, to become creative and find new things. And like, how can I make this mundane task that I show up every single day different, more exciting? How do I find growth out of the same thing? Like, like, yeah. did you find that you were doing, because our last episode you you were like man i'm like i'm going through it right now i am i'm i'm feeling sluggish i'm tired um i'm I'm hitting a wall but i I, you know i'm holding myself to like push through this and then all of a sudden your energy on this call versus last last week (laughs) it's a completely different joy but I i think it's because like you have to go through that mundane you, you it's like you have to force it it's either i quit or i i find a way through and you found a way through that's giving you energy it's giving you a new business opportunity it's giving you new revenue stream it's made you more creative it's like this is incredible this is yeah it's like it's like till i collapse till i collapse around now i'm like i'm gonna i'm gonna go to my lungs give out and uh yeah. ultimately like it's just great, man. Like we always talk about how you can push yourself to new levels, right? You always can push yourself. Like, and then I, I like, uh, yeah, like I, I saw something the other day and like, it was uh, like, now I'm getting all like my Instagram, like reels and stuff. I'm getting all these like inspirational people. And it was the rock talking to like the Alabama football team. 
And he basically said to them, like, like, I respect all you guys. Like, I totally respect it. But none of you motherfuckers are going to outwork me. Like, that's what he said to them straight up. Like, none of you guys are going to outwork me. Mm-hmm. And that's, like, my mentality, man. Like, and it's not like saying, like, oh, I'm going to stay here an extra hour. I'm just, like, I'm just so entrenched and passionate in belief in what I do that it, I just know I'm going to I'm gonna outwork you, man. And, like, it's, like, it, you've got to be in that route. For me right now, like, we talked about imbalanced lifestyles and all that. Like, this is balanced to me because... We, uh, we, and it was just my idea. Like we got, we unpacked it with our team, right? It was a collective idea, green cube idea. And, um, we came up with that through just, um, being so entrenched in the great thing that we're doing and being really coming every day and being in the seat and working and being motivated and passionate about what you're doing versus just showing up and clicking buttons and trying to like, do not just go get through your day rather than win your day. But, like, I want to focus on this, 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 it's almost like, like, would you consider this a, a light bulb moment, like this new product? Yeah, I think so. I really do. I think this is like game changer and like collective landscape did the, did the analysis. You gotta have your blinders on too. You can't be like, someone might say, oh, then how are you different than this? Or how are you different than that? We know right. we're differentiated based on our artificial intelligence. Yes. No one out there has that. So now we create a product that's AI powered and truly personalized to the right, AE. Right. That you that is something that no one can compete with because we have a 20 month head start on this shit. Yeah, and it's and it's it's never been done before in the marketing industry. It, it like well, it's not been done. It hasn't been done in sales. Like it, on this right. type of outreach side, you've had your lists, you've had your tools, but no one has really looked at the mechanism of top of the funnel and we right. are analyzing that doing all these different practices in place through data all through data back and really tracking this and yeah it's, it's amazing to actually see it all start to come together it's still a headache every day is a headache sure. there'll probably be headaches until we sell this thing yeah but um you come up like like it's funny right like who knew what the 50-day challenge would bring right like we're sitting here at like now we're set day like 35, right? Like we're not even like 70, we're 70% through. And it, like we've added, like our client base now is like, it's picking up again. Like things are looking good. Like it's great. I thought that's what my 50 day challenge was going to be about, right? But now like we've also unpacked like a huge product offering. And um, that's just something that I think was going to grow our business exponentially, man. And right. it's, it's so exciting. It's so, but it, it wouldn't have happened if we if we didn't commit yes. to doing this for ourselves. Like I said, we're gonna look back at this in like now 14, 15 days and be shit faced and have time of our lives. But we just came up with a fucking amazing thing. We invented it, that. It, the, but the, the the lesson here is that you can't force something like this. Like you Mm-mm. you just admitted that you couldn't even predicted this to happen. No. It, and it, but it came naturally because you decided to show up every day and not and not take a single day off. Yeah, and like I'm an ideas, don't take a day off. 100. You got to be here. You got to be in the seat. You got to be working. Yeah. If anyone that tells you different, like I, I don't think, uh, I don't think Cal, you can. Cal Ripkins is known was known for like just show up. <laughs> you and your baseball now. Hey, right? I'm on it. Baby. I'm on it. He. Uh, but he he was known for like playing the most consecutive games in a row or something, wasn't he? Yeah, he's the Iron Man. He played like over. Ooh, was over. Oh, I don't even know that. It was over two thousand. Yeah, it was a thousand. Something, something stupid. 
ridiculous but like i just remember like um hearing that back in high school but i got a motivational clip like cal ripkin showed up every day even even on days when he didn't want to even like or he's injured playing yeah. one what yeah and like yeah, and, and that was you last week but guess what you were you i was injured there. <laughs> it <laughs> definitely was i was injured last week for sure <laughs> um yeah it's true though right like natural. i like, think like predicted yeah. Who could have predicted this, right? Like, and that's a great thing about like entrepreneurship, man. Like my, we always talk about this, right? Like my definition of an entrepreneur is different than everyone else's, right? And we're vice versa, and their definition is different than mine. Um, but yeah, man, like I, we can hang our hat on saying that we created something that was never, that hasn't been done. And like we, and the funny thing was, Tristan, is we have a product today with the GCO reach product, the full service that hasn't been done. It's, it's, it's not out there. We created that from scratch, but then we said, you know what? Like we're so good at this and we've done such a good job here, but we do such a bad job right now conveying our value. So how about we convey a little snippet of value and really put it in the hands and enhance the salesperson and the, and people to then go out and be productive themselves and make, you know what it is? It's like, um, what we're doing now is like, we were being, we were being kind of like, puck hogs and coming out and saying we're going to do the whole thing and we got this we're the mvp saying now we're sharing now we're sharing the puck a little bit it's um it's empowerment it's like hey yeah hey, it's um it's empowering your clients mm-hmm. um, versus where, where like the puck hog is like hey don't worry we'll, we're gonna just pay us money and we'll take care of it for you we and got now, it yep. hey, let's let's come together and let's let's let, let us help you be a better I'm a if we're on a two-on-one, I'm not gonna shoot this time. I'm gonna sauce and pass it over to you for an open net. Like that's right. what it is. We're putting right. it on a platter for you. It's on you to put in the goal. Yeah. But man, it's gonna be a it's gonna be a tapping. Nice one. That's yeah, that's incredible. You you so this is what I wanna I don't know if we've ever touched on this, and I think it's a it's it's something it's it's I've seen a lot of it in like the business people that I follow. It's a big part of entrepreneurship. It's a big part of business in general competition. And, mm. and I came across something on Twitter the other day and it's just it, like, I want to bring this up because you, how you just said like, Hey, no one else is doing this. A, a lot of people say, Hey, don't fear your competition because it's a great source of data for your company to see what they're doing. Right. It's, it's almost like, it's free data on seeing what their consumers, how much market share they have, how they've gained so much market share, less or more. And so what is it like to be in a position where you can't really look at other people doing GCX because it's never been done before? Or even the whole AI perspective, like how, like just talk about your competition, GreenCube's competition and how you've used that to like build your business. Yeah, I mean, like we have competitors, right? Like we... Um... Our biggest competitor now on this type of product would probably be like Zoom Info or Lead IQ. Like those would be the two ones. Um, but that's just the list, right? Like they're going to send you a list and give that to the account executive and they're going to go out and hit their list, right? Hmm. We're saying, you know what? Like let's, you don't need a hundred names. Who the hell needs a hundred names a week to go hit? Like, and then you're just going to plug it into your tool and automate and people hate that shit and spam. We're going to give you 10. It's going to be 10 super curated to you. And it's for you. It's a personalized touch right there through AI, mm-hmm. all backed by AI. No one has AI on this because we bled over the last basically two, two years to do this. So good luck catching up on us because sure. we got a two-year head start. Mm-hmm. And 
it's in, but a price point perspective, like we're super competitive and we're a product now that obviously we're going to, we're making money off of it, but it's also a product now that is so differentiated to anything else that's out there. And anyone that will tell you different is, is a liar. So, so, and we're, so, yeah. so how do you know if you're doing it right or not, if no one else has done it, if there's no benchmark in the industry already to like base yourself off of? You test it on yourselves. Unpack that for me. It, I'm the guinea pig, man. That's what I said, right? Like everything we, it's great about being on the art. We created a sales right now. I mean, listen, we have multiple different verticals coming online. Like the GCX is just a snippet. GCX sure. will go into multiple different things and sure. there'll be announcements on that. So it's really exciting. But where it's all we're in sales right like we're a sales that's we're an ai powered b2b outreach company it's sales right now who does say who's been the person number one uh doing sales since the start it's been me right like i've been out there like doing the dance tiptoeing like we've talked about sure. right getting snippets like getting clients in the door losing clients coming up getting more clients oh client happy client happy client happy that works that works gc outreach product, yeah. right back and, but all that came off of me and, and the, like running it through me. So we, like when we started, it was Troy, we're going to create the bet. We're going to do the, all the cadencing and outreach for you on Twitter. Cool. They ran it through court. They ran it through GC Twitter. I was the face of it. That led to, that led to some, some traction. Then we took that and went to market. Cast. Okay. Then we went to link Twitter, LinkedIn, social strategy, outbound outreach through AI. Uh, oh, wow, we're getting really good traction here on Troy's account. And okay, go to market test, right? Mm -hmm. And that testing aspect, you can't get discouraged because there's pain points, right? You right. might test with a the client. They go, well, shoot, I don't think like, we didn't mean to hit this person or that person out of our ICP or what's going on here. And then you're constantly like, like Microsoft was famous because they never went to market with a finished product. All these big boys don't. You, you don't go to market with an app that's not going to be updated every single month. Right. You don't. You go to market and you have to test the market and get feedback. Then you do another app update. Then you do another software update. Then you build and you grow. Then you release a new iPhone. They do this. Right. All companies saying that they go to market with the perfect product are liars because they don't. They go to market with a product to get feedback and they build on top of that. Mm -hmm. And that's what we're doing. We're just going to market, testing on me. Cool. This could work. I can sell this. I'll go sell it. Come back. Feedback, right. test, build, test, rebuild, build. And all of a sudden now we're like, we're here. And that's where we talked about passing, like getting to your most viable product way back when. We went to our most viable product. We iterated that product that we talked about using your seed funding. And now off of that product, we've now created GCX. And ultimately that's now led to this. It's really, it's, but it's all stemmed from testing on me, testing internally. Okay, I think I can sell this based on the results I've gotten. And sure. then we go get, then ultimately, then you go to a client and they get results. Now you get case studies okay. and then you just, you keep selling off that and it snowballs, right? Um, it's no different than like when Nike goes out and tests um, a running shoe with the top performing track athlete right. um, out there. They're not going to market with that shoe. They'll beam the shit out of it on the track with people yes. and saying, this is the best shoe for performance. They go, okay, this is a good shoe. Um, based because we beat the shit out of it with our R&D department, now we can go to market and sell it. It's no different than our company or any other company. Out there. And and I guess I guess you the guinea pig, like like you've been in sales so long that you can tell if if something is going to make that process easier or not. 
Well, now I can. I, w- I won't even sales. It's funny. People go like, wow, Troy, like you've been, you must have like have a ton of sales for No, I've only been at this for like nine months. Like right. that's the exciting, that's the exciting thing, right? right? It's like, it's a new perspective, right? Like, and I think, um, I think, yeah, like it's, it's interesting. Like maybe like it's like everything, everyone needs a disruptor. Maybe it took a non-salesperson to get thrown into sales and try to make this chaotic industry better and then build technology off of that. Maybe that was what it was. Right. And so, yeah, it's all like, dude, it's, it's, it's exciting times. But you do, you do still have a good, um, like a good feel for whether it's like, I like, like I'm, I'm sure a hockey stick, it's like, as soon as you pick up a hockey stick and, the, and you feel the puck, mm the end of the stick you know whether or not this stick is good or not or if it meshes well for you so as soon as you got those 10 leads you were like okay this is going to work or this is not going to work well i didn't i got the leads and i went okay let's test it i'll go start doing my messaging and then when i realized it was working was when people went troy thanks so much for connecting sounds awesome let's jump on a call right right then i went wow that's a pretty good man that's a good feel that's some nice flex uh i like the I like the grip on that stick. It's uh, it's up to my height. It's 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 good. It's tailored. And and the um and the success rate of the stick it goes in quite a, quite quite often. That's I'm scoring some. Good. I'm scoring some but goals. You're scoring, you're I'm scoring, scoring some goals. goals. So yeah. are you are you worried that because like personalizing it based off data because it, now you're kind of getting into like humans aren't robots and humans like someone can look like something on paper, but it might not actually be them. Are you worried that, that this isn't going to hit for everyone? It could happen. It could always happen. Right. I mean, it'll probably not happen for someone. And then guess what, Tristan, we'll go make, we'll go to go to market, come back, reinvigorate, go to market. This product will keep getting better and keep getting awesome. We're in the, we're in like the, um, the most viable product stage right now with it of GECX. Now we're going to build um, V2, V3 off of feedback that we get. What's your process of collecting feedback? And, uh, and talking to Yep. Like just talking face to face. Like, like what, what advice, I guess, what advice would you have for people who are like, don't know where to start about collecting feedback? Maybe like, don't know the value in it. Why is it important? If, if I'm selling it, why is it important? Like, like dive into your thought process behind customer feedback and how you retrieve mm. it. Oh, oof. that's a, that's a, that's a big question. Yeah. <laughs> I, are you saying like where to start from like ground up? Yeah. Like why, why is feedback important? Like, I know it's a simple, it's a simple question. Like it's a dumb question. Like anyone should know the answer to this, but like, how do you approach customer feedback? Mm. Well, I think you have to have selective hearing for customer feedback. It's interesting, right? So you need to like, um, you need to, selective hearing is not like, oh, I'm not going to listen to some clients, I'll listen to others. It's not like that. It's, you need to also like, it's no different than um, when you're getting advice on stuff and you you tune out of some stuff that you know is like someone's opinion, but you tune into stuff that you know is something of value, if that makes sense. And that takes time to learn. And so I think like you need to also realize your own circumstances because no one's in it as much as you're in it. And so when someone gives you feedback, you're ultimately in that situation of, okay, we're at this stage in our company or our product, the feedback, half of your feedback might just, their feedback might just be a wish list that is totally unrealistic for right now. But then a snippet of it might be, okay, yeah, no, that makes sense. We can do this to ultimately create value and tweak this. 
And when you're in it so much, it could be like the whole putting your best friend putting on weight. You see them every day, but you don't notice it because you're with them so often. Right. 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 That makes sense. So that's why external perspective is so important. It's why you should check in with your friends to be like, Hey, what, what, what can I improve on? Um, the whole selective hearing though is like some like human beings are great on, on listening to what they want to hear. It's like the, um, it's, um, the research bias or like, like if you're, if you believe in something and you're trying to find research on that thing, like you're more likely to find the thing that matches your, your perspective than others. What what is that called? It's really, it's, um, selective hearing. It's really easy to identify someone who's a hater versus someone who actually cares about you and your company and and moving you forward. Hmm. Like it's, it's very, very, very easy to identify that someone who jumped, but it's funny, right? Like I have a defense mechanism for all haters, right? Some people jump on, I know, like I've been on sales calls where some people jump on and they go, fuck you. Like you're just another outreach company, blah, 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 blah. Like it's not going to work. And then I, then I basically, my answer to them is, so why are you on the call? Yeah. Why did you take the call in the first place? Well, I was like, so I was just like, so why are you on the call? What's bothering you? And they go, and they go, I so you must be in pain somewhere because you're taking it out on me. And that's how I respond to them. And they ultimately come back and they go, well, yeah, this is my issue with it. I said, okay, well, this is how we approach that issue. Um, and I make them feel more comfortable. But a lot of some people are so frustrated right now and so agitated that they just want to take it out. And some of their criticisms are so valid because that's what they felt in the market. But it's a matter of taking that hater type of approach um, when you come up on like a new call. And then massaging it and building trust to then ultimately wean them into how you can help them. And so, listen, some people, uh, I haven't, maybe early on when I couldn't, when I was learning, I would just hang up the phone. But ultimately now I just, I've learned how to cope with that a little bit more. And ultimately a lot, and we also have a product now where I've answers and ultimately I can guide them through our own process and say, hey, this is how we do things. We're not trying to, I totally hear you, man. You've been hurt. I'm not going to do the same to you. I hope not. And ultimately we move forward. And I think that's beneficial too, because that might, instead of just hanging up the call and like, and uh, reflecting the same energy back to them and saying, Hey, do it's like, it's leaving a little sliver open for when that person may feel better. And they'll remember that the fact that you responded in that way versus the other way. So it could be a potential client down the road. Listen, like some people, like you just uh, like I, I will like say, hey, okay, man. Like, guess it's just not your day. Like, bye. But uh, so, like, I mean, like I, like, obviously, like at this point, like, dude, I got so much shit on the go that I don't need to take this shit right yeah. now. Um, but hey, we, I'll do it way, way more amicably and never burn any bridges. But like, for most people, right? Like, they're just they're on. If you're on the call, if you get on the call. You're on for a reason. You've invested time. You invested human capital time right. in investing in this call. Half an hour, like nine to five gig. Let's say it's uh, you're getting paid a hundred bucks an hour as a v- or even more, like two hundred bucks an hour as a VP. Um, ultimately, like you've invested a hundred dollars of your time and your company's time in me. So if you're investing that time in me, then ultimately I you gotta there has to be some sort of thing that you're looking for, and it's on me. Um, within the confines of your product, the date and the like slight vision of your product, you always have to be thinking about that to be able to have an answer to easing their pain. And that's what I do. I'm 
this is one of my favorite calls because it's that light bulb moment of pure discipline and consistency paying off. Um, mm. I can tell your energy is different. You're excited. And this has the potential to change the course of green cube. And um, I can't wait to see, like there's still 17 minutes, it's 17 days left. Yep. Who knows? You might have five more of these light bulb moments and it's very possible, but yeah, you can't predict something like that. And I think that's the biggest lesson of this episode is that yep. no, like no matter whether it's business relationships, is it, is it, having like something in your life is going to happen without you, you thinking it. And it's the way you, you react to it. It's, you can either mm. say, Hey, I'm going to use this for good, or this is the worst day of my life, but it's up to you to make that decision. Man. I think I, I can't sum it up any better than that. Yeah. I think you, you nailed it. You hit the head on the head, man. We'll see you for, I don't know, Ben. I'm just, I'm just counting down for October first. Let's, let's buddy. Let's, it's gonna be an absolute anarchy. You let's, can't wait. It's gonna be so fun. All right, Troy. Keep grinding, baby. Bye, buddy. I'll yeah. see you next week. All right, bye, buddy.